0: Welcome to The
1: Ralph Report
2: with Ralph Garman.
0: Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to a brand new Ralph Report. All spanking brand new. <laughs> Heavy on the spanking, by the way. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a brand new show. Ooh. Not quite a spank, but it oh, will do. A whip. For this Tuesday, April 20th, Year of our goddess Lilith, 2021. (gasps) What? We have a new goddess.
2: That's much better than a lion
0: roar. We've got a brand new patron god Uh, of the Ralph Report. Feels good. The Tournament of Gods is over, (laughs) and the people have spoken Lilith. In a huge victory. Resounding victory. Over. That's a Close. Quetzalcoatl? Close. <laughs> Quetzalcoatl. I got it. Well, I haven't said it in a week. You had one last one last shot. I hadn't said it in a and week. And you blew it. Quetzalcoatl. There you Quetzalcoatl. go. Quetzalcoatl. Lilith, uh, 70% of the votes, over 2,000 votes were cast by Garmi members. As she took a resounding nice. 70% to 30% drubbing. Of the winged serpent. (laughs) So for the remainder of this year, 2021 is the year of Lilith. Goddess of kink. Goddess of sexual liberation. Mm. Goddess of women. Mm. Feminism. The first feminist. A brand new time. Just doing it. Straight up doing Mm. it. In a brand new world. Yes. We are now blessed by Lilith. Oh. Yeah. i took that from a uh a longer piece yeah which is a spell you can use to conjure Lilith up. really yeah. oh we should try to conjure her so i'm hoping maybe she'll stop by oh we need actually lilith here we that could use nice. a studio in studio appearance that would be great <laughs> So, thanks to everybody who voted. Congratulations to folks who uh, had Lilith. And I got to say, as they say in the uh, horse racing game, yeah. it was wire to wire because she got more votes than anybody else in every consistently yeah. in every round that she was oh, in. She's fucking hot. She's fucking hot. She is hot and she is uh, spunky. Yeah. We need her. She is uh, she's full of feminine energy, which is a a nice change from uh, Shizmu, yeah, and his toxic masculinity, a lot lot of dick, a lot of big dick energy with (laughs) Shizmu. And we didn't even get to Priapus. (laughs) Speaking of big dick energy, so congratulations, everyone voted for Lilith. You got her into office, and she is now the official goddess of the Ralph Report. Success, success, we've
1: done it, we've done it. Yeah. A lot
2: of people are happy. I'm sure. We should get another tournament going just to get it in time for next year for when she's <laughs> choose a new god. So we should start that up next month. I
0: don't like your tone one just little it, bit. It took a while. It was. Or in april you know what I, I do you want to pick a god haphazardly no do you just want to be all willy-nilly I when don't. choosing an all-powerful no. sentient being no we shouldn't willy-nilly who is do it. who is uh going to be overseeing and guiding us through the remainder no. of our days no, i'm
2: glad we took our time and vetted it and we got the right person for the right job i
0: agree so it uh, just took a while all hail lilith <laughs> it is right to give her thanks and praise I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is the rear admiral himself. Ody goff, Odie goff. Some folks call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Yo, ho, Eddie. What's new on Citizen's app? You stop any crimes lately? No, 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 I've just given myself more heart attacks. (laughs) Maybe time to look for uh, greener pastures. I, I want to.
2: I want. I want to move. Yeah, she makes me want to move. I like living in Hollywood, but now I can't. <laughs> I can't literally go out to the garage to get a gallon of milk out of the fridge uh, without her going. Hey, there's there's a guy with a lead pipe uh, attacking a woman on the corner, and I'm like, what? I'm not. It's fine. I don't need to arm myself to go to the garage. But apparently, in her mind and Citizens App, I do. I see. There's a man wielding a broken beer bottle. On the corner of Sunset and Vine. How long do you reckon this is going to go on? It's think? been going on four months. Four months it's now. For the uh, four months. F O R months. Oh, it's four Not months. Not four months. Multiple months. Multiple months. <laughs> Month Multiple months. Multiple. Multiple months. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the tongue twister yet. <laughs>
0: oh fuck! It's Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> it
2: is. Multiple months. Multiple months. Multiple months.
0: You're in bad shape I'm already. Fucked.
2: Well, I hope uh, maybe
0: she she puts it down. She sometimes. won't. It's going to make it's going to make you a wreck.
2: It's making me a wreck. She's going to have a stroke and then I'm going to have to be I'm going to raise a kid by myself and then that's going to drive him to drugs and alcohol and then I will die a lonely man. It's okay. Chicks dig uh, single dads. Do they? Yeah.
0: Mm. They, they think it's sexy that you can uh, raise a kid.
2: Unemployed single men <laughs> Sure. With, with kids? Nothing better. <laughs> what do you do for I have a podcast host. <laughs>
0: oh, that's hot. Uh. Uh, Speaking of success, can we take a moment before we get into the show today Mm -hmm. to congratulate NASA? NASA You know I'm a big NASA fan. Yes, NASA's awesome. See, you don't even know. I don't know. I just like NASA. But that's what cheeses me off is that this isn't bigger news. NASA used to be a thing that people paid attention to. Yeah, but, I mean, the the Shang-Chi trailer dropped yesterday, so I was
2: watching that all day. Oh, boy. I didn't see what NASA did.
0: NASA (laughs) completed the first powered flight on Mars. Oh, are you familiar with the fact that we have a rover on Mars at least? Do yes. you know that much? I know we have a rover on Mars. That we've Mars. landed on Mars. Yes. Well, inside that rover, NASA flew a uh, mini helicopter that they had inside of it, and they were able to fly it around the surface of Mars. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's the first time humankind has ever flown something on a planet where they weren't flying to the planet. You know right, what I mean? Right, we've right, shot right. we've shot things to planets before and right. landed on them. But this time we landed, and now we've got a separate vehicle that's just buzzing around the atmosphere. We landed Mars. Then
2: flew another vehicle and then landed that vehicle. Yes. It's very cool.
0: That's super cool. That's some science fiction stuff right there. It's cool. And it it seems to me like no one is talking about this. (laughs) This is the Wright brothers (laughs) of Mars. Well, we didn't invent flight. No, but to be on another planet, for, for mankind to be on another planet. And then to be able to fly a vehicle around on that planet. Right. If it was fucking Tatooine, you'd be interested. Well, yeah, because then that would mean Star Wars exists in real life. So um, when I say Mars, just think Tatooine. And when I say mini helicopter, just think land speeder. Like, fuck. Awesome. All right. Yeah, they had to uh, make some adjustments because I didn't know this, but the atmosphere of Mars is quite thin compared to ours. It's about uh, only 1% is dense. Mm. So they had to adjust for uh, gravity and for uh, atmosphere, but they got the helicopter up and running. It got off the ground about 10 feet in its first flight. How long did it stay up? Uh, it does it say? not say how long it went here, but uh, they're going to continue to use it and explore the surface of the planet and see what's what. That's cool. Hopefully we find some aliens. We're not going to find any Let's aliens. Let's at least find aliens. some good water, like well, a watering hole. Well, they believe there is I water know. on I know. It would be interesting. Yeah. But we, and by the way, Everyone who says, oh, let's uh, colonize Mars, stop it. <laughs> Why? Because. We got to colonize the moon first. We can, because we don't, we can't. <laughs> th- there's up been a pothole in front of my house that hasn't been filled <laughs> in about four months. Well, hopefully L.A. County is not on Mars. Yeah, but it's all <laughs> That's part the of the same machine, man. America doesn't really get stuff done anymore. So don't think, oh well, we'll just go up on Mars and we'll build some buildings and then we'll put some infrastructure in and then we'll we'll, we'll find a way to have water and food. Stop it! we will build it. We just won't take care of it once it's built. It's insane.
2: That's what we do in America.
0: So let's save this planet instead. Well, good luck, because uh, you know Earth Day's coming up this week. Oh, it is. Yeah. So yeah. What are we gonna do to get ready for our special Earth Day show? <laughs> are you gonna get drunk? <laughs> I'm gonna get drunk, yes, <laughs> because. Because Jack Daniels right. is made from grain, right. which is grown from? The earth. The earth, right. exactly. So you should get drunk. Absolutely. As a tribute to Mother Earth, to Gaia herself, <laughs> I'm going to get drunk and enjoy the fruits of the planet yeah. in, uh, in natural as natural a state as I can manage. So Then go pee on all the bushes outside
2: and water them. <laughs> See, it's the
0: circle of life. Circle of life. That's what that is. Um, great show for you today, kids. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, because it's Tuesday, and that means we're going to take a look at a TV theme song from one of your favorite television shows, which has something to do, I'll I'll give you this much, Hmm. is uh, tangentially connected to Earth Day coming up later this week, so we'll talk about that. I think this may be the first TV Tunes Tuesday we've ever done, where the closing theme is much more popular and famous than the intro to the show. Hmm. So there's another clue for okay. it. Uh, what else we got on today's show? Entertainment news, of course. Uh, your phone calls. So much good stuff. Stock D You're going to say, wow. First, NASA's flying helicopters on Mars, and now the Ralph report. <laughs> How far have we come as a civilization? That's mm-hmm. what you're going to say. Uh, but it is t- Tongue Twister Tuesday. Uh, we teased it at the top. I think we should jump right into it. <laughs> no. Let's find out uh, what Glenn Steinbaum sent us this week for our Tongue, tu- a twi- tongue <laughs> Twister Tuesday. <laughs> tongue Twister Tuesday. If it's a red, dirty, yellow, or Eddie's
1: going to say sorry because he doesn't know how chuck chuck Or is Peter Piper's pick-a-pepper Eddie? Can he can a can of Dunkin' Papa Coffee in a coffee cup? Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because there's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. Yee- So, take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Tiddly Tongue Twister Tuesday.
0: All right. Today's Tongue Twister, if you're playing at home, jot this this down. This is cruel. I have a black-backed bath brush. Do you have a black-backed bath brush? Oh, my
2: God. It's insane.
0: I have a black-backed bath brush. Do you have a black-backed bath brush? Oh, that's tough. So here we go. All right, go for it. Three is the minimum. (laughs) Rapidity is the order of the day. Okay. Here we go. I have a black back bath brush. Do you have a black back bath brush? I have a black back bath brush. Do you have a black back bath brush? I have a black back bath brush. Do you have a black back bath brush?
2: Wow, pretty close. That was good. Pretty close. That was impressive. Thank you. All right, here we go. You go. I have a black back bath. (laughs) All right, that's none. (laughs) I have a black back bath. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. I just want to go... I have a black-back bath rush. I have a black-back bath rush. Do you have a black-back bath rush? I have a black-back bath rush. Do you have a black-back bath rush? I have a black-back bath rush. Do you have a black-back
0: bath rush? rush? That's all right. You got three in there. Is that that good?
2: That works. Well, Well, I felt like I was on it, and then I I went off. I think it helped you. You created some sort of character for... (laughs) <laughs> for for the <this> scene.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
2: Wait. Hey, you got a black back back hey brush. Hey
0: there, pal. It's, it's a guy from Guys and Dolls selling <laughs> bath brushes on the street corner.
2: You want black back bath brushes? Step right up.
0: There we go. So there you go. Tongue Twister Tuesday. <laughs> 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 I got a black back bath brush. Who's got a black back? Black <laughs> back bath, bath brush. Who wants one? Uh, there's a little Jay Leno in there. You <laughs> could use that when you're Jay Leno performing. I should have. God, should that's have. why I can get it. Thank you. Glad for sending that in. Those are always fun. I don't think anybody else likes it, but I, I enjoy I, it. I always have a good time. All right. Last, turn our attention to you, beloved members of the Garmy. We love it so much when you reach out to us. There's a number of ways you can do it. Send us an email if you're so inclined. Ralph at the RalphReport.com, Eddie or Steve at that same email address. You can find us on social media or you can do what lots of folks choose to do, which is leave a voicemail message on the Rough Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. Feelings, thoughts, questions, comments, whatever you got to share. It's a voicemail service. Just leave us your message. Of course, you do have to dial up the phone number, 1-833. Ralph. Yeah, then I listen to them all. Grab a handful and we put them here in Garmy on the line.
1: The telephone is ringing
2: the garbage on the
0: line ralph's gonna play your calls now let's see what's on your mind blah, 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 blah. mike called it he's a fairly new listener he wants to know what's up with Munchin' monday because of course yesterday was Munchin Monday. Oh, okay hey ralph yo
2: Odie. Mike from L.A.
1: Uh, hey, I uh, was just calling in. You've been shining a light on your show here and there, a little backstory on certain things, and I have a where to come from uh, concerning your show. And it's a two-part question. Um, you're munching Mondays Was that something you guys have done from the
0: beginning, or did that come about because of trying to prove Eddie wrong about something you wouldn't eat? And the second part of the question, based upon Eddie's experience with the liverwurst,
1: uh, what is your worst experience with... On Munchin Monday, Eddie. I love you. I mean it. Yeah, bye. Did you miss it the first time around, or do you just need a refresher?
2: All the answers you seek can be found on previously
0: on the Ralph Report. Previously on the Ralph Report, <laughs> uh, Munchin Monday is a segment we do every Monday. We've been doing it for a long time now, and again. I'm going to take a stab at this. I think I know the origin story, but okay. I was wrong with Odie. Yes. And it's very likely I'm wrong with this. But the good news is I will be corrected. If oh, absolutely. Over and over again. Now, this, you see if, this, <laughs> see if this rings true for you. Uh-huh. I believe Munchin' Monday came about. Mm-hmm. It was born from a segment where we were doing a taste test comparison between ring dings and ding dongs. Does that ring a bell at all? That rings a bell. No pun intended. I'm trying to think if that was the original one that thought, we did on video. I, I thought we decided to, I don't know if we, I don't think we did it on video necessarily, but I believe we were going to do a oh, taste right. test yeah. between ring dings and ding-dongs to see which was the better snack cake. I think the, that was the first time we ate on the show. See, I remember the first one being the taste test between
2: the chicken sandwiches because there was all the craze about that. A new Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC chicken sandwich. Versus Popeye's? Versus the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Or the Popeye's chicken sandwich versus the, uh, yeah, the KFC one, I think. I thought we did a taste test between those, but that could have been a taste test subsequent to the Ding Dong Ring Dings one.
0: Oh, see, now.
2: (laughs) I don't remember because it was the craze. Everything was, everybody was talking about the Popeye's chicken sandwich.
0: Yeah, maybe that was the the origin of it now that I think of it. No, it was the uh, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich and Popeye's. Was it? I thought it was KFC because they had not, they had a new one or something. It was,
2: no, it was Popeyes because it, it was like about a year and a half ago or about a year ago it was that was everywhere was that Popeyes chicken sandwich and then we like we, we put that one up against the Chick fil A one I
0: think really I believe really. Well, we're I think that we're was we're shaky it. <laughs> on the details. Sorry about that, Mike. I really thought I knew Somebody the answer will. to this, but apparently I didn't because now that you're saying that, that makes more sense because that was in the news. So that would have been the motivation for us to try, uh, try the. But then we did the taste that. Then we did ring dings. Then we did breakfast maybe ring sandwiches. dings came after chicken. We maybe. did
2: breakfast sandwiches at Wendy's.
0: Yeah, it, initially it started off being a taste and, test and it comparison to a torture device. It wasn't a torture device. Mm-hmm. It was well, a. It was, it was an educational <sighs> process for you to stop having the palate of a child. <laughs> and yesterday is a perfect example. Awful. Chopped liver, worst thing ever. No pun intended. Liver worst. It's awful. It's not. It's not liver worst. way. That's, that's a different. That's a different uh, luncheon uh, snack. But they're they're similar. But chopped liver is awesome. No, it's not. And many people were saying how much they uh, it's gross. That they had to have a sandwich after they heard us talking about it because they missed it so much. That gross. It wasn't gross. No, it was gross. But Mike, second second question Mike had was what was the f- worst experience you had on. The munch and it's Monday a, segments.
2: There's two that are very close, if not tied. And I think you had one of these two. It was the rose jam. That was was probably the worst fucking thing I have ever put in my mouth.
0: Repugnant. That
2: was awful. That was foul, deeply foul. Yes. The rose jam or the black
0: hundred year old egg. See now that, that didn't, was gross. That didn't bother me at all. That was really? fine. That was fucking. I mean, gross. it wasn't something I would order on the reg, but I tasted oh, it. I was like, oh yeah, okay, no, I, can, I can see fucking that. Fucking rotten. No, that was it's rotten, not. and the rose it's, jam was <laughs> rose awful. jam was. Uh, The taste of rose jam was awful. Awful. I did did not. That was the.
2: That was. That's probably the worst thing I've put in my mouth on this show.
0: Yeah. So far. So far. (laughs) (laughs) The year is young. Lilith now is in charge. Who knows what she's going to make you put in Mm -hmm. your mouth? Hopefully, Lilith. (laughs) You wish. I know. Speaking of chopped liver, Mark called in. You've lost uh, a a large portion of our audience. I think at least a segment. Uh, All the Jews out there. Oh, they oh.
1: Hey, Ralph and Eddie. This is Mark Ashkenazi Jew from Los Angeles. And uh, no locks, no chopped liver. Yeah. Eddie is not getting an invitation to Passover next year. There you
0: go. Boom. Damn it. You're not invited to the Seder. Oh, man. You won't be able to answer the four questions. I knew, I knew it was four questions. You thought it was three questions. Well, I'll, I'll, I belong at the Seder. I'll find out more because I'll be invited to the Seder and I'll be sitting there enjoying <laughs> some chopped liver and some locks. That's fine. That's what I'll be doing. I won't eat anything there anyway. Speaking of yesterday's Munchin' Monday. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. I, I, I'm watching Munchin' Monday and I, I have to ask. Eddie eats liver. Right.
1: Then says, ask the question g- genuinely is that what liver tastes like? Yes, and did. Ralph has no, no follow-up other than yes. Yeah,
0: that's my bad. A little disappointed. Sorry. He eats liver, right. and then he genuinely asks, is that what liver tastes like? Yeah, after he tasted it. Here's a burger. It tastes like corn on the cob. <laughs> Love you guys. He's got a point. You had just My, eaten chopped liver, right. and then you turned to me and said, is that what liver I tastes like? I asked that like? question
2: because... Hold it, on, I
0: got, the, I got the clip here. I, mm, Here's a, let's go to the tape. I have to, yeah. is, is that what liver tastes like? Mm-hmm. No. Oh. <laughs> and then, of course, you made one of your oh. patented noises afterwards i
2: ask if that's what to the liver tastes like because you said it was mixed up with a bunch of other shit like an egg and well, a had, bunch of others it had a little hard-boiled egg in right there i didn't think it, that, i didn't know what just like if you have a but you had liver. eggs before
0: you didn't you didn't recognize right, but i don't taste. know how much
2: that changes the taste of the liver with all the other ingredients put into whatever that shit was you put in that bowl <clears throat> I didn't put that anything. cat
0: food on a fucking spoon. It was made by the good, our good friends at Art Delicate oh, Art Delicatessen. Yes, that sucks. Art's on uh, Ventura Boulevard, by the way. They're not endorsing us, but <laughs> maybe if you go in there and tell them we sent you, I'm they not will. Endorsing them? Come on.
2: Mm-mm. Is is that what liver tastes like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: I, if, like you got hairball.
2: Because <laughs> I was
0: eating cat food. <laughs> That's Why? The calls were very uh, Eddie centric. Oh, great. Yesterday, this one came in from Jesse. Excellent idea.
2: Hey, Ralph and Eddie and crew. This is Jesse from Ever Washington. Uh, Ralph, I noticed uh, you do like a, a wah-wah sound effect on like, uh, say for instance, the small Canadian town sex move. Yes. When you play the Canadian theme song, you wah-wah-wah-wah-wah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that wah-wah needs to go on the end of uh, Eddie's comments about ladies with dirty feet. <laughs> you think? I'm getting it.
0: A wawa anyway, on a wawa.
2: <laughs> you're
0: you're saying I should put a wawa on the
2: wawa? You don't take care, of, feet, don't take care of, your <laughs> of your feet, don't take care of your wawa wawa wawa.
0: That's amazing. That is like uh the end of one of those cheesy science fiction movies from the 70s where there's a freeze frame and then you know something bad's going to happen. <laughs> you don't take care of your feet, don't take care of your wawa
2: wawa wawa.
0: The crew of the Wawa was never heard from again. That's hilarious. Excellent idea. Good work, Jesse. Um, Bill called in. Uh, I hope he's okay. Yo ho. Ralph and Eddie. God damn it, Frankie. Get the
2: fuck off me. (laughs) Sorry. The fuck's he have a womp rat in his house? The fuck is that? Who would freak out that much? Unless it's a dangerous animal. Yo ho ralph and
0: Eddie. god damn it frankie get the fuck off me sorry <laughs> i was dying to know who frankie was <laughs> and, when, and whether he was wielding a, a weapon it was it a person it turns out frankie is a uh, an 85 pound bulldog who, oh. who leapt up onto bill while oh. he was having a okay. the conversation then that makes sense so, yeah so it makes i
2: wish there was a way to delete this
0: yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that really drew me in that particular <laughs> phone call and, you know, we play upbeat music each and every episode just to start your day off right. We call them our happy hits. Here's today's request.
1: Hey, Ralph, and hey, um, the rear admiral and Steve, uh, the crew, everyone else involved. Um, calling for a happy hit. It seems like you haven't played many talking head songs um, as happy hits. Um, but I would love it if you played Road to Nowhere. Um, what a great song, and uh, what a great band. Um, they don't get enough um,
0: press. But uh hopefully you'll change
1: that. LMB. Well, we know where we're going. But we don't know where we've been. We know what we're knowing But we can't say what we've seen
0: A jaunty little song. That is. I haven't heard that in a long time. It's a good tune. Good suggestion. Thank you so much. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmy On The Line segment, but in order for that to happen, you gotta call call me. Now it's time for us to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. Every day of the calendar year has multiple holidays associated with it. Not all of them are legitimate, so we break them down for you here as a public service in holiday or holiday. Holiday or holiday? Please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. Happy Chinese Language Day, everybody. Oh. We should all know that. We should. We should. We're going to have to learn it We're sooner gonna, or later. At some point. In 2010, the United Nations named six language days in honor and recognition of the six official languages of the UN to bring attention to the history, culture, and achievements of each. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the other five are. I assume English is one. Spanish, Spanish, probably French, I'm guessing. French. Yeah. And then the other two. German. You're just naming names now Esperanto <laughs> it's not Esperanto <laughs> I know that much I guarantee Not guarantee anyway today is Chinese language uh, do I have to stop and look it up what the languages are I don't know you're the one who gets the emails and the voicemails just, so. is it that important do we need to know uh, <laughs> alright alright please hold
1: please remain on the line a representative will assist you shortly
0: and we're back. And they are Arabic. Okay, makes sense. Chinese. Yeah. English. Right. French. Of course. Spanish. Uh-huh. And Russian. Ah, Russian. Yeah. Can't okay. forget our no. our Russian friends. Well, we were allies at one point. We were at one point. Uh, but today is Chinese language day. Did you know at six thousand years old, the Chinese language is the olden oldest written language in the world. Hmm. I didn't know that. They have they have the title. They I have the Arabic belt. would be
2: or something like that. Some Middle Eastern. Um,
0: I believe the, the difference being written is, oh. is the key. So I think uh, the Chinese uh, written characters gotcha. are, are the oldest. So everyone celebrate today by learning how to speak Chinese. Apparently, it's a very simple language to pick up. Oh yeah, see. So you can just knock it out in a couple yeah. of days. You can be fluent. You don't need like quarter of the Rosetta Stone to figure it out. Yeah, um, it's it's complicated. Yeah. All the uh, Asian uh, languages are
2: different. Isn't it like up and down? You gotta read it up and down. Don't even get me started on reading.
0: I'm just talking about just just (laughs) being able to speak it, it. let alone read it. So it's uh, very complex. Mm. But happy Chinese Language Day, everybody. It's also National Lima Bean Respect Day. Respect Lima Bean Day. Yes, National Lima Bean Respect Day. Why? Time to give Lima beans some respect. Why? Because they have gotten a bad reputation. Because they're terrible. They're not terrible. They're lovely and one of my favorite vegetables. Why do they need respect? Because some people, Mm -hmm. oh, I wonder who that could be, give them a bad name by talking them down and saying they're they're grainy and they're they're a little bit they they're not they're not delicious. And the problem is they have been the victims of poorly cooked lima beans, and that's why they don't oh, enjoy so them. Oh, so
2: they don't want to take any personal responsibility. I see. Well, they don't have
0: to because when they're when they're cooked properly, lima beans are amazing. Uh-huh. And, you, and it's complex. You have to do a lot of stuff. You have to first sort the beans, make sure there's any wrinkled or cracked beans are out. Then you have to put them in a large bowl and cover them with three times as much water as you have beans so they can absorb all that water. Mm-hmm. Then you have to drain and rinse the beans three times. Then you have to put them in a saucepan. Three pan. times? Yes. It's
2: fucking high maintenance gotta, ass fucking beans. Put them in
0: a saucepan. You gotta let them simmer for about an hour or two. And then then you can really enjoy a high-quality, well-cooked lima bean. Lima beans can go fuck themselves. Why now? That's wh- just what? way that's how 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 high maintenance do you need to be to be a you don't have to bean? cook them if i cook the lima beans will you eat lima beans no see that's what i'm saying it's not about the cooking don't make it sound like it's about cooking they, they need a you. whole
2: new rebranding they gotta change the name why lima Lime beans, beans not, is a, not an attractive name lima beans what, what
0: as opposed to what, just, what green beans
2: baked beans they're all they're just beans and lima bean lima beans just it doesn't sound appetizing
0: i think it needs a rebrand oh boy luma beans Aren't you the one who said you don't like them because they remind you of uh, testicles or something? They do look a little testically-like. You, you go there a lot with, like, you think cashews are penises, you think lima beans but are I testicles. But I like a cashew. Yeah, you do. It just looks like a crooked penis. You like a nice cashew in your <laughs> mouth. So please give lima beans their due no. and give them some respect. They, they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Today's also Volunteer Recognition Day to our friends in Canada and the U.K., This is the day we celebrate those who selflessly benefit the lives of others. And I'm dedicating this to Steve Ashton because I don't know anyone in my personal circle of friends who donates more time to volunteering than uh, Steve Ashton does. he's great at that. He's always helping out uh, with the homeless shelter at Christmas time. He usually spends most Christmas days serving others uh, food or handing out warm clothes or whatever. He's uh, remarkably um, kind when it comes to spending his time in, uh, in yeah. the service of others, he puts his money where his mouth is. He does indeed. Speaking of uh, money yeah. and mouths yeah. and service and charity, yeah. real quick, uh, sometime today we'll be closing the auction on the one of a kind Eddie Pence <laughs> one minute sketch. It's, it's a it's a beauty. All the proceeds going to the National Multiple Sclerosis yes. Association or Society, I guess Society. Society is. Yes. Um, Amazing how the Garmi has shown up throwing, Unbelievable. throwing crazy money Unbelievable. at something at that, that chicken scratch. is, is with <laughs> Eddie knocked out in a minute. Unbelievable. So it's a remarkable testament to uh, your kindness and to your generosity yeah. that you're willing. To, I, I really get the sense it's more for the worthy cause of the National <laughs> for Multiple the art Sclerosis itself. Society than it is for <laughs> the actual art. If we just put that same piece into an art auction i don't think we'd be getting the uh, multiple hundreds of dollars even if i bid so put a little far. one of one at the bottom mm, pretty sure that would, one of a kind that would end up sitting on the
2: easel by the time everything was said and done but seriously uh, i told tracy about it and she actually got a little choked up oh, that we nice. raised that that you guys raised that kind of money for the ms society because i don't know a lot of people might know that she suffers from that awful awful disease so yes thank you guys out there for contributing and donating to that that
0: worthy calls that's why we chose ms as the uh, first recipient of a charitable donation from us and we're planning on doing it weekly so if you didn't win this week because the the, came out the gate hot yeah the uh the the the, the prices rose (laughs) quickly on that to my shock (laughs) yes but we will be doing a weekly one minute sketch with eddie and uh, each each week that sketch will go up for auction and we'll be we'll be going through a a variety of different it's amazing so so. amazing very cool all right let's get back to the calendar today is also national cheddar cheese fries day oh now we're in eddie pence's wheelhouse not a big cheese on fries guy you're shitting me not really wow i don't i like i
2: when it comes to french fries like i like the poutine we tried that was nice but normally with french fries
0: i'm just a ketchup man on french fries What? Just why bother with the fries? Just stick a bottle of ketchup in your mouth and squeeze. Why would I do that? Because that's the taste. That's what you're all going to be tasting. Is that. I like the taste of the potatoy potato potatoy taste with the ketchup. There's taste. no potatoy taste. why don't you put ketchup on it? You're just nope. eating cardboard no, with ketchup on it. No,
2: I disagree. Well, you're completely I wrong. Absolutely
0: disagree. Cheddar cheese on French fries. Nice. Is, is God damn heavenly! No, I'm not a big fan of it. Imagine put a little chopped liver on there with the. With Come, why the would you fucking? Why would you just take a dump on food? Because you made me think of poutine, and that's something you. It's poutinesque. It's like a Jewish poutine. To it's cover a, it with a disgusting tasting organ. It's a jutine. Jutine called jutine. <laughs> Today's also National Lookalike Day. What does that mean? It's not that hard. To yeah, but like out. what like look alike?
2: Look like like what?
0: <laughs> look like a
2: famous person, you look like another person. Like someone else. It's That's weird. what they're asking It's a asking weird day. That's weird. Day.
0: That's weird. We celebrate on April 20th. Those who look like another person. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. Mostly uh celebrities. Though. Yeah, I would imagine so. so but you it's would just you stupid. would be Sebastian Stan. Am I? I and, wish. and I would be either uh, John Henson from Wipeout and Talk Soup. <laughs> or uh Adam Levine, young comedian. Oh, Adam, Adam Devine. Levine. Adam Devine. Adam right Levine's there. way different. It's, yeah, it's that's Maroon Fives lead singer. <laughs> Adam Devine, yes. I everyone says I look like his dad. <laughs> so I think that would be mine. So if you look like someone famous, hey, you know, this would be fun. If you're a Garmy member and you look like someone famous, send in a photo of yourself. Oh, that'd be cool. And we can put you there up next to the celebrity that you resemble and we'll uh, we'll see whether you're full of shit or not. It's funny
2: what people think they look like and then what other people think they look like.
0: Well, most people, I think, are clued into it a by someone else. Sometimes. Very rarely do we look in the mirror and go, hell, I look <laughs> fucked, dude. I look like Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I don't think you see it as easily because you're you yeah. as other people say. Yeah, you look just like right. that guy. So, we'll see what happens. All right, you know what we do. Oh, also it's four twenty. I'm not going to oh, yeah. get into it, but
2: a up guys.
0: It's just it's a thing and it's a thing and it's another holiday. Four twenty. I know. Yes, yeah, so we to smoke and weed. <laughs> Not that I'm against it. It's just it's so arbitrary. Apparently, the, the 420 stems from, and there's always been these rumors like, 420 is the police code for Yeah, the for food, call side for marijuana. Not true. Right. Uh, uh, cannabis has uh, 420 chemical components in it. Not true. Mm-hmm. Well over 500 in cannabis um apparently it comes from some stoners in northern california who were in high school and they used to meet every day at 420 to get baked behind their school right and so that's where and it, it, it spread on. to the and it spread worldwide around. phenomenon and now it's a thing so every april 20th people celebrate uh, 420 so i'm not casting aspersions i don't think against my stoner brothers no, go for it i've just i think the whole 420 thing is a little silly but if it's you it's a saint patrick's day of stoners i suppose yeah i suppose if you if you but most stoners i know don't need a reason no they don't or a day to celebrate most drinkers getting don't. St- exactly that's Sorry. why i don't i tend not to really celebrate saint patrick's day because i feel that's for the others okay so anyway we should have gotten eddie baked on 420 no let's we not Given some edibles. You're willing to take a goddamn psychedelic trip, but you won't. No, I never said I would do it. Of all the drugs, that's the one I think I'd like to do. If I had to take a drug. The one that makes me go to the center of the earth to a
2: ghost town. Because that's interesting to me. The ghost town at the center of the earth. I want to see that. (laughs) I bet you I could be the sheriff down there. I could run shit. (laughs) You could you could could run shit in that ghost town. Sheriff of ghost town. People would listen to me down there. I should move down there. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be taken seriously down there. I might take LSD just to get there. The
0: Sheriff of Ghost Town. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, that's not going to be a request for the next one-minute sketch. <laughs> of Sheriff Pence's. of Ghost Town? Sheriff of Ghost Show us a, what you look like as the Sheriff of Ghost Town. <laughs> All right. You know what we do. You know what we do, right? You know. Mm-hmm. We find a food related to a holiday. We run it past Eddie Pence to see if it's something he's willing to eat or perhaps stick up his ass and pull out. Oh. Well, there's one way we we can find out. We talk about the food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine, a scientific device that can ascertain whether he would eat something by showing us either the reels matching up. Jackpot. Or if he wouldn't eat it, those reels are mismatched. (laughs) And he's not going to go for it. So let's see if the sheriff of Ghost Town would eat today's food, (laughs) shall we? Today is National Pineapple Upside Down Cake. Ah, good old pineapple upside down cake. Americans have been enjoying this springtime cake since the early 1900s, Eddie Pence, when many cakes were made in cast iron skillets, some of them over an open fire. To make pineapple upside down cake, you have to line the bottom of a cake pan with pineapple rings. Right. Then you place a cherry in the center of each ring, followed by a butter and sugar mixture. Then lastly, the cake batter is poured over the pineapples and baked. So when the cake is done... Then it's turned upside down, but in reality, it's upside right because all the, uh, the the frosting, or not the frosting, but the sugar mixture and the fruit would be on top of the cake. But it's a, a beautiful, delicious masterpiece, always very impressive. And sometimes you put a big dollop of whipped cream right there in the center. Pineapple upside down cake, enjoyed by Americans for over 200 years. What type of cake is it? What, what's the cake batter? It's just yellow cake. Yeah, just yellow cake. Okay. Just your basic cake. It's no uh, nothing special. You wouldn't put chocolate or anything if you're doing pineapples and cherries. It's just a, a basic a basic cake. Okay. And it's a, a fruity treat for the entire family. Mm-hmm. But let's find out if it's one for Eddie Pence pulling that handle. Here we go. One cake, two cakes. Oh boy.
2: I don't like pineapple. Come on. I do not like pineapple. And then <sighs> cherry. I'm not a big fan of cherries either. The white cake. Yeah. If it's a yellow cake or whatever, yeah, I'll gouge that out. I'll just scrape off the fucking pineapples, get to the yellow cake. Is this... And then throw some chocolate frosting don't... on that yellow cake. And then you got a cake.
0: Does this go back to pineapples don't want to be eaten? Well, I think
2: I do agree that pineapples don't want to be eaten. I think Mother Nature made that abundantly clear when they designed them with their spikes and their fucking well coarse coating. <laughs> just don't think they want to be eaten. And I don't really care for them. <laughs> we will... We will.
0: You don't so. think that's a sweet fruit? Even when it, if, what's, if someone cuts it for you and, and 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 dices it up and you can just have a c- bowl really, of cold crisp no. sweet pineapple. No. That's not attractive I'd to you. I'd rather have apples. I'd
2: rather have watermelon. I'd even rather have a other type of melon before pine. I don't like pineapple.
0: I love it, but I'm allergic to it.
2: Oh, you're allergic
0: to it. Not in a bad way. We're like, I don't need an EpiPen or something if I right. eat it. But it makes my uh, my lips uh, swell. Oh, well, you don't want that unless you, have, you want puppy lips. Unless I want bee-stung lips. I'm trying to impress the ladies. No,
2: I don't like pineapple. Well, it's just, just... fucking like an outlaw it from Ghost Town. On, yeah,
0: they're not going to eat it down there. Fuck no. When the sheriff of Ghost Town comes in. in my town. Check your pineapples at the gates. <laughs> Said things straight.
2: <laughs> there, there's a gate on Ghost Town. Yeah, there in my ghost town there is. You don't just go willy nilly out of Ghost Town. But
0: if you're a ghost, couldn't you just go right through the gate?
2: <laughs> what well, kind it's,
0: of gate is this? special ghost, the ghost gate. Of course, how silly of me. And that's today's holiday. <laughs> holiday. Oh, holiday. Holiday. Nay, nay,
2: nay.
0: That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Roth Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All right, now it's time for all the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Ah, sad news. Guitarist Mike Mitchell has passed away at the age of 77. He was one of the founders and lead guitarist for a band called The Kingsmen, responsible for one of the most massive, long-lasting hits of the 1960s, Uh, Mike and the rest of the garage band known as the Kingsmen came up with this legend. Mitchell was part of that band for 62 years. They played uh, consistently ever since they had that big hit. What a run. I wonder if We would remember it so fondly if it would still be so popular if it wasn't for Animal House. Because when I hear that song, Animal House flashes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the sort of like solidified its place in rock history. It became uh, a mandatory play at every frat party I went to, every toga party I attended. Yeah, it was a college song for sure. You had to have. Well, Colton Underwood's in trouble. What? You know, he is the uh, former Bachelor star who recently came out as gay. Well, I told you he is putting together a Netflix reality TV series about his coming out process. Just a coincidence. Which I found just tacky as hell. Now, there's a lot of people who are trying to get him canceled over there on Netflix. What'd he do to get canceled? There's a petition online that's got over 21,000 signatures on it. And I mentioned this at the end of the story when we initially talked about it but I didn't really go into detail. His ex, Cassie Randolph, the one I said looks like a hot Megan Fox. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They ended up together at the end of The Bachelor, and then they had a bad breakup, and then he got stalkery crazy on her. Right. He put a device on her car to track her. Ew. He stalked her. He showed up outside her house. I mean, he engaged in some seriously fucked up behavior. And so now... There are people, and I think maybe rightly so, who are saying, we don't care if he's gay or not. We don't care if he came out or not. This behavior- He's a deviant person. Yes, Yes. should preclude him from getting another bite at the apple of television fame because he did some horrible things and made this girl's life a living hell. So why are we rewarding him with another reality show? Right. And I think there may be some some truth to that. Valid point. Now we'll see how Netflix reacts. I don't think they necessarily will respond. They don't tend to be as knee-jerk as other networks no. are when people complain about their and stuff. And 21,000's not
2: a ton of signatures. It really isn't. To cancel somebody.
0: But uh, it seems like if if we're starting to call people out for bad behavior, that certainly seems like right. it, it qualifies. But he, this guy's a mental
2: case from his upbringing to being denying who he really was to finally come. I mean, he's a guy's a. A mess, probably
0: he's got a lot of stories,
2: yeah, so that's for sure.
0: As does Demi Lovato, I don't know if you saw this. She got into a big beef with a uh, frozen yogurt shop <laughs> Oh, <No? laughs> oh, big internet beef, Eddie. You missed what out on the Demi Lovato versus Froyo battle. <laughs> Apparently, <sighs> the things that people go off on, she went to a Froyo shop called the Big Chill, right? See what they did there. I see, clever. And when she got there, she saw diet sugar-free cookies on the counter uh-huh. that were labeled guilt-free. Okay. And that set her off because she has an eating disorder and she is very anti the diet culture in America. She thinks it, it causes people to warp their perceptions on food and weight okay. when you push diet foods, right. especially when you label them guilt-free, indicating that you should feel guilty if you have a regular cookie, right. you can eat these and you don't have to be guilty. Her right. stand is you shouldn't make anyone feel, feel bad, for feel eating. guilty right. for eating anything. Okay. That's the kind of perverse mentality that causes people to have okay. issues with food and, and weight. And okay. I think she has a valid point. Right, yeah, there's a point there. Yeah. However, she came hard at the Big Chill, <laughs> which is a mom and pop shop. It's a it's independently owned and run by a group of women, actually. And they're like, we just tried to provide all different kinds of snacks yeah. for all different kinds of people. That that's, that's a diabetic snack. Right. If you don't eat sugar because you're diabetic, you can have that yeah. cookie. We're just got, trying to push some healthier cookies. That's we've got vegan cookies and gluten-free cookies. We've got all different kinds yeah. of desserts for all different kinds of people. It's like a humongous overreaction. That's my point is that she may have a point st- standing up to the diet industry, right. which I do think fucks with people's head a lot of yeah. ways. In conjunction with, you know... In conjunction with fashion, and yes. in conjunction with celebrities... TV and, and media. TV, yeah. and me- I mean, yes. it's a it's a huge problem in this country about how we are uh, shamed into thinking we're supposed to look and we're supposed to right. eat and how we're supposed to oh. work out and things like that. It's a valid point she has. Yeah. Yes. But... Her going on Instagram and slamming the big chill, they were like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck? We're just over here trying to make a dollar. Right. And they didn't make the cookies. No. They didn't come up with the advertising campaign. They're just stocking them. They're just trying to sell their cookies. Man. So now she came back with a semi-apology. Uh, Here's the audio from it. And th- th- your instinct of huge overreaction was mine as well. Take a listen.
1: This is something that will, live, that will be with me for the rest of my life. I left that yogurt store and didn't get the yogurt that I wanted. And then I had a hard time the rest of the weekend to be totally transparent. And that's probably something that nobody wants me to say. Like I'm, I don't know, but I'm human and I talk about my struggles and I'm passionate. So I'm sorry that I got the messaging wrong. I'm sorry that I may have disappointed some people, but I'm not coming after a small business as someone with a lot of followers. That's not what I'm doing here. I'm coming. I walked into a situation that didn't sit right with me. My intuition said, speak up about this. So I did. And I feel good about that. What I don't feel good about is some of the way that it's been interpreted and how the message has gotten misconstrued over all of it. I will do whatever I can to work with this froyo shop if they want to to help align the messaging so where I feel safe going in there and I can eat the froyo that I went in there
0: for. Safe? That's... That was the word that triggered me. What? <laughs> I am not, by any stretch of the imagination, diminishing eating disorders. No. Of which she suffers. I am completely sympathetic. No. I'm a guy who's battled my own weight issues my entire life. I get it. Yeah. It's not as severe as it was in her case, and some people have it to a, a larger degree or a lesser degree, it is a real problem. Mm-hmm. However, as a culture and as a nation, we have to start taking some personal responsibility for our problems. Yeah. If I have a problem, it is kind of mine to deal with and find a way to navigate the world as it exists, not as I wish it would be Right. so that I, my life would be easier. Your problem is not everybody else's problem. The world is under no obligation no. to make your life easier. And when you start throwing around the word "safe," you don't feel safe when you go into a froyo shop. There's
2: a guilt-free cookie on the counter.
0: You're diminishing that word and people in this pla- on this planet who genuinely are unsafe for a great number of reasons. Right. The least of which is they feel uncomfortable walking into a frozen yogurt shop. Yes. It's. Incredibly out of proportion. Oh, it's insane! And it was infuriating to me when I heard her, which wasn't even an apology. Like, well, I'm sorry, some people didn't understand me. Basically, yeah, is what she's saying. It's, not an it's your fault for not. It's your fault you got offended at what I said. Yes. Whereas she can get offended by the wrapper of a cookie. Right. But it's their fault she got offended. It's
2: like yeah, you, know, you don't really see what you're it's doing.
0: It's nuts. We're getting we're getting nuts, and I I. I'm a big believer in trying to do no harm when it comes to people and help when you can. Yeah. But at some level, your personal issues are yours. Yeah. You have to own them and then you have to find some way to manage. And she has a large enough audience,
2: or large enough amount of followers where she can take her message out in a positive way and try to change people's minds
0: about eating disorders. That's and, what people said is that yeah. you have so many followers who are coming down now on this little yeah. yogurt shop because you slammed them because right. they didn't carry the right kind of cooking. Because you didn't feel safe going in. It's, it's not fair. No,
2: she could, do, uh, she could take her followers and be much more positive and proactive in the cause that she wants to fight
0: instead of doing something that like what she did. I just pray to God the next frozen yogurt shop she walks into, she doesn't feel unsafe. That's insane. So dangerous these Fucking days. Fucking insane. You should get her the Citizen's app so she can find out where the safe frozen yogurt I shops should. are. I should. She'll never go find one. Dear God. Hey, comic books show news. I always yeah. love this stuff. Olivia Coleman is joining the Marvel show Secret Invasion. Ooh. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. This is uh, Nick Fury and Maria Hill and the Skrulls yeah. flying through space, doing something good. Well, they kind of teased that at the end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home they in the did. post-credits. You yes, know. you find out that, uh, spoilers, the Nick Fury you thought you were watching the entire movie was actually a, a Skrull yeah. in disguise. Yeah. And I remember the comic book arc about, they did... The was Skrulls whole- were the bad guys and. In- in the invasion. Yeah, and there was a whole arc where you didn't know who didn't to know. trust because they, they were shapeshifters. Yeah. They could be anybody. They were they were taking over the heroes. You didn't know which heroes were scrolls, which one were the actual heroes. Yeah. So, uh, no word on when this series will hit Disney Plus because we still have uh Loki to get through starting in June. Not to get through. It's not going to be a chore. It's no, going to be, gonna be amazing. it's going to be a joy to watch. And Falcon and Winter Soldier has been amazing. Yes. Only one more of those to go. We, I think we all know what's in the briefcase, right? We all know what's in the suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything if you haven't seen it yet, kids, <laughs> but there's a suitcase brief a suitcase that plays a, uh, a large role. And I love the introduction of Julie
2: Louis-Dreyfus into this.
0: Yes. So good. Great. So good. Great cameo on her part, so uh, looking forward to that. And then Michael Keaton has confirmed after some hemming and hawing and going back and forth that he is indeed playing Batman in The Flash. Oh, He has arrived in London. He is kicking off production on that show. And the reason he said he wasn't committing fully previously was COVID-19. Those were his concerns. Okay, I'll read you the quote. To be honest with you, you know what worries me more than anything about all this stuff? It's COVID. I'm more concerned. I keep my eye more on the COVID situation in the UK than anything. That will determine everything. That's why I've been living outside the city here on 17 acres, staying away from everybody because the COVID thing has got me really concerned. So that's my first thing about all projects. I look at it and I go, is this thing going to kill me literally (laughs) and you know if it doesn't then we talk so he was concerned about the situation in london and uh, his own safety he's an older guy and he's he's he wants to be safe so that's why he wouldn't say uh, yes for sure but now he is going to uh, return very exciting and from everything good in a movie to vin diesel announcing that he is developing a live-action Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie no, why? for Universal Pictures.
2: do we have something like that with Hugh Jackman?
0: Real Steel. Yeah. Yeah, I like that movie. But we don't need it again. We don't need Vin Diesel in a movie, unless he's playing one of the robots, which he isn't <laughs> in this particular case. He is... Uh, he's launching mm-hmm. what he calls a world he's, he's world building franchise world? making i don't need that this is going to be the rock'em sock'em robots franchise what's what is there outside of just the game of rock'em sock'em there is what's the world this is what happens when mattel gets into the movie business they've partnered up with universal and right. they're making all these toy movies and so vin diesel will play a father and he and his son develop a personal relationship with a robot boxer and <laughs> Then he fights. And this is going to tie into Hot Wheels somehow? I'm sure. I'm sure it will. God damn it. It was a perfectly fine toy. It was great. And then you had to put Vin Diesel in it ruin everything. Here's the commercial from the 70s. I grew up on this
1: commercial. I can be any kid on a block. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're slugging it out. A left to the jaw. And? Oh, my block is knocked off. But you can press it right back on. It's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Press this lever. He throws a right. The other a left. Knock his block off. You're the winner. Well, next time. You can Rock'em
0: Sock'em with the Rock'em Sock'em Robots by Marx. You can Rock'em Sock'em. If his catchphrase is, I knocked his block off. Oh, you know it's going to be. You know it's going to be. (laughs) Oh, man. And we're going to get two hours of CGI robots punching each other. That's what the Blah film's going to be. He's <laughs> like, Unless he plays a robot or a tree, yeah. I have no interest no in interest. Diesel. All right. <laughs> Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on April 20th. George Takei from Star Trek, 84 years old today. Oh, my. He looks good for 84. <laughs> he does. Ryan O'Neill is 80. Veronica Cartwright from Aliens and uh, 24. 72 years old today, as is Jessica Lange, 72 wow. years old. Seems like just yesterday I was lusting over her in King Kong. Yeah. I remember when I saw that film and I looked at her, I was like, oh, it's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. God. And that monkey's touching her. It made me very upset. <laughs> Clint Howard, Ron's brother, Yeah. 62 years old today. Crispin Glover is 57. I can kick, man. You <laughs> ever see the appearance on Letterman where he lost yes. his mind and yes. tried to kick Letterman? <laughs> it's nuts. Andy Serkis from Lord of the Rings and, of course, um, Black Panther as well, 57. Shamar Moore from Criminal Minds is 51. Carmen Electra is 49. Joey Lawrence, whoa, (laughs) from Blossom and Brotherly Love is 45. Carlos Valdez from The Flash is 32. And keyboardist Craig Frost of Grand Funk Railroad is 73 years old today. I'm talking,
1: talking about my baby.
0: And that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And because it's Tuesday, it's time for us to look back at one of your favorite TV shows of all time and the TV theme song that still lives in your head. Here we go.
1: You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. You like
0: it, Eddie? I like that one. Yeah. TV Tunes Tuesday, today's show was one of the most successful and popular animated series in the 1990s. Series launched in September of 1990 and ran for six seasons with a total of 113 episodes. One of the longest running animated shows in the 90s as well. Created by a woman named Barbara Pyle. She's an American executive producer, filmmaker, also an environmental activist and media innovator. Who had a chance to run into Ted Turner in 1980 when she was photographing the America's Cup for Time Magazine, and he was helming the uh, courageous name of his boat for the last time in that race? They hit it off, and Turner was apparently impressed with her media savvy, but also her commitment to environmental issues. And so he hired her to be vice president of enter- excuse me of environmental policy at his station TBS, which of course Turner owns, the network that Turner owns. Uh, So she had the idea of coming up with an animated series for kids that would teach them to respect the planet Earth and to think in terms of the environment and uh, to turn away from anything that was uh, polluting or dangerous to the Earth. She thought she could create a brand new character that would change the way kids thought about environmental issues. And she did just that. Here's Slick with his request. Hey, Ralph, Eddie,
1: crew. This is Slick, two-star general in Atlanta. I'm calling for a TV tunes Tuesday. I wanted to take it back to another animated show from my youth. And I felt it also fitting seeing is that the uh, holiday it's kind of about is this Thursday. Uh, that would be Earth Day. And I also asked my parents if I could be a planet deer when I was a kid. I think by now everyone knows what I'm talking about is Captain Planet. So love you. Mean it. Bye.
0: Captain Planet. Yeah. Did you watch Captain Planet? It was
2: kind of, I was kind of in that age where I was like a senior in high school and then in college. So I I didn't really catch, I wasn't watching cartoons at that point. I watched. You did? Yeah, because I mean, I'm,
0: it was like a superhero. I just like, I'm, I'm automatically drawn to anything superhero I, I I didn't have time at the time. Oh, but Eddie, you Ooh. have the power.
2: I know, I didn't
0: catch Captain it. Captain Planet gave us all the power to save the planet. He was
2: green, right? He was blue. Oh, blue. He had green hair. That's right, green he hair. he was blue. I kind of remember him.
0: He was the world's first eco-superhero, and he was guided, as many heroes were in the 90s, by uh, five teenagers with attitudes. Yes. The Planeteers. And they each had a ring that gave them control over an element okay you had earth wind fire water air water, water earth wind fire water air. and heart oh heart heart was the okay. fifth one that was the important one yeah he was the leader of the Planeteers. Well, he brings it all together he does yeah. it was known also for being a uh, a celebrity magnet when it came to guest voices because everyone wanted to participate in it they thought it was a good cause so you had Whoopi Goldberg playing Gaia, Mother Nature, basically. LeVar Burton was a regular. And then the villains were played by such great actors as Meg Ryan and Jeff Goldblum and Tim Curry and Ed Asner and John wow. Ratzenberger, Martin Sheen, Dean Stockwell, James Coburn. Great list of guest stars on this show is all. Uh, the nice part is that uh, all the uh, a percentage of all the merchandise that came out of Captain Planet went on to found the Captain Planet Foundation, which, Takes the messages of the show and puts them into practice. Actually gives a hands-on experience to young people who are trying to do things that are better for the environment. That's cool. So a lot of good came from from out of this show. The show's intro theme was composed by a guy named Tom Worrell. And interestingly, the intro, which was basically music with a long monologue explaining the show at the beginning, was not nearly as popular as the closing theme. Here's the opening to Captain Planet. Our world is in peril. Gaia, the spirit of the Earth,
2: can no longer stand the terrible destruction plaguing our planet. She sends five magic rings to five special young people. One from Africa with the power of Earth. From North America, we with the power of fire.
1: From the Soviet Union, Minka, with the power of wind. From Asia, Yi, with the power of water.
0: And from South America, Mati, with the power of heart. When the five powers combine, they summon Earth's greatest champion, Captain Planet.
1: The planet! The power! Is yours?
0: <laughs> the power is yours, Eddie. <laughs> Not yours, because you Probably. weren't watching. I didn't watch it, sir. Uh, it was a multinational group of kids. It was a uh, very planet-friendly message. It was a good uh, show for kids to watch yeah. in the time. But it was the closing thing, as I mentioned, that really captured people's imaginations for a certain generation. This still is iconic. Here is the closing theme to Captain Planet. Uh.
1: Uh. Wind, water. Combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's our powers he's magnified, and he's fighting on the planet side. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Gonna help. tears you can be one too because saving our planet is the thing to do looting and polluting is not the way hear what captain planet has to say the power is yours
2: yeah i remember the song i know the song oh yeah. man <laughs> that rap was a little rough at the
0: end oh you have no idea In season six, (laughs) they took the intro and they cut it. And instead, they replaced it with an eco rap by Fred Schneider of the B-52s. Oh, God. The new intro for Captain Planet was Fred Schneider rapping about the planet. Oh, Lord. I'm glad you asked. Here it is. Captain Planet, he's the man leading the Chargers' number one band. Check him out, you're gonna see. He's the Mega Mac Daddy of Ecology. Captain the hero with the gumption. Takes off the overpopulation and consumption. Yeah, he can use a better groomer.
2: Some people say he's got off bad since a bad sense of humor. I'm back! Oh, well, when eco villains run amok.
1: Yeah, after the level of playing field with a PhD in sustainable yield. But he's
2: not the only hero for Earth. Guy's wisdom game, the planeteer's birth. Wheeler's the fire but he's got heart. He's got the power to make water part Bummy's rocking with Element Earth, and Lika uses wit for all she's worth.
1: Greed, lies, and blights trash our planet. It's up to us to say we won't stand it. Raise your voice and challenge your peers. Stay awake, way, me, cool planet here The
2: power is yours. <laughs> oh
0: that god. was ill advised. Oh my god! For the final season of Captain I, Planet. I, I, I. And of course, as so many uh, cartoons did in the 90s and in the uh, late 80s, they'd always ended with a message. You know, Captain Planet would show up on the screen and uh, right, right. teach it's you- It's like a, G.I. Joe, the more you know. Exactly. Teach whatever. you a thing or two about recycling and and, and how, to, uh, how to best take care of the planet. Yeah, here's, yeah. here's a little moment from Captain Planet.
2: Hey, all you planeteers at home. Remember,
1: turn off the faucet between usages and recycle those plastics. Or else, I'll turn you into a fucking tree. Captain Planet, motherfucker. I
0: didn't, know do remember. I would have watched it if I knew that was part of it. No, of course, that's actually Don Cheadle <laughs> as Captain Planet. Funnier uh, funnier died than a series <laughs> of short films featuring Don Cheadle as Captain Planet, who loses his mind and starts turning <laughs> everyone into trees and murdering all the people. It's very entertaining. If you've never seen that, uh, check that that's out. That's funny. I couldn't do anything with Captain Planet without um, Captain Planet, motherfucker, which is my favorite <laughs> thing of all time. So there you go. That's today's TV tune in honor of Earth Day coming up later this week. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is.
1: It's TV Tunes Tuesday.
0: Oh, I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Do yourself a favor, though. Go on YouTube and look up uh, Don Cheadle, Captain Planet. It's very entertaining. All right, kids, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Why don't you come on back tomorrow? We're going to be here. We'd love it if you were, too. Wednesdays are always fun because Steve Ashton stops by and talks about stuff that's going on there in the UK. Also, we'll have more of your phone calls, more entertainment news, and the sheriff of ghost town will tell us how he <laughs> how he wrestles <laughs> rustles, those, uh, Russells, man. rustles those outlaws down there in the center of the earth while tripping out on acid. No pineapples allowed. In order for you to join us, however, you got to take care of you, okay? And that still means in this day and age, staying home if you can. Stay the fuck at home. Washing your hands, wearing your mask. Stay good in the hood. Little distance. Stay sweet at six feet. Cause. Life is life. You got to take care of yours. All right, kids, we love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Love you. Mean it. Bye.